ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
Just a little long while I wanna pray Can't get you out of mind So I wanna say Thank you Lord Just for loving me Many times I do forget All the needs that you have met Oh thank you Lord Just for loving me I am with all I am. I give my hands to give you praise. I want to say thank you. Oh, thank you for everything, for who you are. I lift my hands, I give you praise. I want to say thank you. I want to pray, can't get you out of mind, so I came to say, thank you, Lord, just for loving me. Many times I do forget all the needs that you have met, oh, thank you, Lord, for loving me. You were there when I down and out you're holding me your love is so amazing oh it changed me so here I am with all I have I let my hands to give you thanks I want to say thank you oh thank you for everything Say thank you. 
up in your hand. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church this morning? Today is the final day of a beautiful year. The Lord has done great things and we are grateful to Him. Can you lift your hands and just thank Him before we sit down? Just thank Him. Say something to Him. Acknowledge His goodness. Acknowledge His mercy. Thank Him. never be tired of thanking him bringing you where you are for bringing you where you are Father we thank you we are grateful Father, in Jesus' name, Amen. And so, Lord, we ask that as we come before your word, you will speak to us and minister light to us today. In Jesus' name, Amen. You may please be seated. This morning, for a few minutes, I want to talk about the man who acknowledges God. We are having this short service. We will go home, refresh ourselves, and then return for our watch night service which starts at 9 p.m bring all your family members call your friends i believe the lord will touch somebody's heart Amen. For a couple of weeks, I've been sharing on Thanksgiving. And I have presented it in a couple of ways. Last week, I shared on the blessings that come when you acknowledge God. And today, because of the brevity of the message and the time, I want to just draw your mind to the profile of the type of person who has God on his mind. And uh, I just... Let me say this because I, I would have said it at the end of this message. But I will tell you that you must have God on your mind. Amen. That's the message. Really. So those of you who have something to do can go home. I've, I've preached the message. 
the message today is that God must be on your mind. That it's dangerous and it's not good to walk about not having God on your mind. You must continually and constantly acknowledge God. And uh, this morning's sermonette is really to talk about a man. I'm selecting a man. And that man is Jacob. Who had God on his mind. There are a thousand sites and 10,000 stories about Jacob. But I just want to pick a piece of one. Something very little so we can go home. So if you'll turn with me to Genesis 32, that's where I'm taking a story from. Interestingly, I preached about Jacob last week. It's not even occurred to me that I'm speaking about the same person. It's, it's really interesting. I'm just realizing that somehow in the whole Bible, I couldn't go anywhere. And Jacob is not the person, I mean, if you are talking about thanksgiving and thanksgiving, gratitude, you will talk about David. But you see, that's why you also as a Christian, you have the privilege to go before God and to hear from Him. He will show you wondrous things from the same word that everybody reads. So, Genesis 32 Verse 9, just some two or three verses, and then we go home. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, I'm talking about the man who acknowledges God. The Lord which said to me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies and of all the truth which thou hast showed unto thy servants. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan and look at me now. Now I am become two bands. Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me, and the mother with the children. And thou saidst, I will surely do thee good and make thy seed as the sand of the sea which cannot be counted or numbered. 
for multitude. Here ends the reading of the precious word of God. And all the saints will say, thanks be to God. So today, Jacob is the man I have singled out as the man who acknowledges God. And I'm sure I've already told you that this is still talking about thanksgiving. One way to show gratitude to someone is to acknowledge the person. All the time. It also gives a feeling of recognition which leads to gratitude. So this morning, there are two things I'm sharing with you about Jacob. And the first is that he was someone who acknowledged God and the blessings of God in his life. Today is the final day of this year. So what I'm sharing with you is very, very necessary and relevant. He said, with my staff, I crossed this Jordan. And now, I am become two bands. Between the time Jacob crossed the Jordan and the time he was returning as two bands, very wealthy, very rich, very blessed, he had experienced many problems. Many problems. I mean, you don't want to face the problems Jacob faced. Even if you are my enemy, I will not wish it on you. Even small marriage to marry. You have to serve for years like a houseboy. Even your wife will not respect you. That's why we normally go out. So we appear there as a brand new man without any issues. And then your wife will also respect you. But not so with Jacob. To marry the man's daughter, he had to be a houseboy in the same house. Every morning, hey, Jacob, hey, go and wash this. Hey, Jacob, clean the car. Hey, clean the chariot. Jacob, go and feed the... But, I mean, hey, sweet. hey have, you not, have you swept here this morning, Jacob? Hey, go, go and clean the girl's room. Do you think your wife will respect you? Like a houseboy, like... You, any lady here who is not married, even if you are married, just imagine yourself marrying your houseboy. Imagine that your husband is Kwame. Kwame. The garden boy or the houseboy. Struggle. Eventually, when you get the woman, she's even the wrong woman. You have to go to part two. So even by the time you finish, you have the wife, your wife doesn't even have any respect for you. I mean, she has seen you inside out. She has seen you being insulted. If, I'm sure even they themselves have been insulted him. I'm very sure of that. That's just one of many troubles. Struggling in the desert. You are sleeping. 
your mattress is a rocky ground. Your pillow is a stone. Why? One man. You, you think you have problems? Then you've not met Jacob. Fought, uh, even fought with an angel. By the time he finished, he couldn't even walk well. So when he was getting the wife, after marrying and prospering, he has got all the money, everything. He's a rich man. But when you introduce him in town as a rich man, and you invite him to come and give a speech or vote of thanks, as he's coming, he's walking like that. You don't read your Bible. He halted. So, in his latter years of wealth and importance and greatness, actually, that was when he was called Israel. From which, that's the name, Israel. That's how he was walking. Would you have married him if he was walking like this? He says no. The answer is no. But when he was given a microphone to summarize his life with a microphone, he said, I had the sick when I was crossing Jordan. Now, I'm a rich man who has become two separate bands. Period. When you are in heaven as God and you hear a man talking like this, you want to give him anything, even what he doesn't need, you create a need and give it to him. That's a man. Don't you think you are different from Jacob? Exactly. You are very different. And so am I. And that's why we come to church. Because these things, you, you are not taught at MBA classes. MBA. Because some of you, if we are to give you a microphone to summarize your life, you are going to talk about your pillow, which was a stone, and where there was no food, your little oil, you had to pour it, and then you have some angel, and even your wife, you have married, how you have suffered. In the, in the end, you, you had to marry both of them. And the one you really loved, God made barren. Close the womb. And rather open the womb of the one you didn't like too much. You see how ungrateful you can be? Yeah. Without mentioning that you are two bands. Because the truth is that when I say stand up, you will stand up. When I say shall we lift our hands, you will lift your hands. But somebody will not see that standing up and lifting your hands is something worth mentioning as a blessing on the 31st of December. But rather we'll talk about the accommodation he doesn't have because of which he has to sleep at a bus stop. That's the man. It's a sermonette. So let's quickly, today we are closing early. The man who acknowledges God. Is a man who magnifies his blessings and diminishes his challenges. You don't even see it on him. You don't hear it in his statements. Very different from you, isn't it? Yes. Because it's a short sermon, I, 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 I can't go into the story here, this context. He's about to meet his brother. And even before he meets his brother, he's afraid that Esau, because what he did to Esau before he left, you'll be afraid when you're about to meet him. That it's possible he has hired some assassins and some snipers to finish you within two seconds of coming within their firing range. So this was the best time Jacob had the chance to even tell Esau how he has suffered. Even that, even the birthright he took, he, 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 he has even regretted. He has brought it back because it has not been easy for him. Yeah, this is the time that 
he, he, no, I'm, if you read where you say he's about to meet his brother, the last time he met him was, he saw him was when he took his birthright away. He took the blessing from Isaac and ran away. He, they never met till this time. So it would have been good to have a story that touches the heart. A story of your sufferings and your challenges and how you have struggled to even have these few sheep. But not Jacob. Rather, his summary was that I have prospered. Meanwhile, he had suffered. So when God, when you acknowledge God, you don't fail to tell the story of the great things he has done. But you rather don't talk about the little things he has not done. Which is how we speak. Which is how we speak. Which is how we think about God. A lot of us here, your mind about God is that 2017 has ended and you don't have a beloved. 2017 has ended and you don't have accommodation. Some of you here, your result came just last month and you had failed a paper. Some of you here have failed. You've written an exam twice. The second time you failed. That's what you say. As your highlights of 2017. Wicked people. That's why you shouldn't expect much from God. You shouldn't expect much from God. Because you are, you, you are wicked. Deep. Wickedness is deep. Like, like, like some of us sitting here, you actually hate God. I'm even surprised you come to church. You don't like him at all. If you have a chance, you will backslide. The right time hasn't come. You have not met the man who has the money to take you away from church. If the man shows up, you walk away from church. Because really, you've got nothing from being in church. You've got nothing. What have you got from being in church? But if you were to rise up and count your blessings properly, you won't finish selling your testimony. We will take the microphone from you. Please, it's too long. What you are saying is too long. Ah, how? I've not finished talking about the things God has done for me in three months. And also, it's possible that you've also not heard somebody's story. How yours could have been. Those who have heard such stories, they think properly. I'm saying that, just two things. Number one, the man who thinks about God, who acknowledges God, Capitalizes on the things God has done. He sees the things he has done. And makes it look great. I mean, if you read from verse 1, I jumped to read verse 8 and 9. If you read from verse 1, you realize that even what he's saying, you can argue. What do you mean by two bands? I mean, you have just, it's like this service. I can, if we had a very big complex here, a lot of buildings here, I could ask Michael to take this group and pastor them. That's one church service. And ask Brother Solomon to also take this group and pastor them in, in, the, in the hall. Annex. Take them to Annex. And I ask Mr. Marcon to also take this group to the um, Annex B. That's how we call our buildings, Annex. And pastor them. And I'll tell Mama Mabel to also take this group. So suddenly, 
if I'm talking, oh, I'm, I'm Bishop Edwin Ogo, and uh, in, my, in my church from 6.30 to 8.30, we have four concurrent services. Actually, it's five. There's also an airway service upstairs. So, uh, in the first, uh, first hour, we have five services. And in the second hour, we have six services. And the third hour, we have five services. So, uh, and generally, we have 16 services every uh, Sunday morning. Can you please clap your hands for Jesus? For 16 services. Yes, this, this is what the Lord is doing here at the Bread of Life Cathedral. 16 services. And I've got pastors in, in charge of all these services. Because the truth is that this group, can you please stand up, those of you here? This is somebody's cathedral, somebody's convention. He's having a convention. He has invited a pastor from America. Wisconsin. This is a convention. These four, these, these are the Quaristers. This is the pastor and his wife. Two ashes. This is a church. This is a big church. This is a mega church. So when I call this my church service here, I'm not exaggerating. This is a service. Clap of Pastor Michael. Oh, you don't go out. I mean, some of you have, uh, who have come here from another church, cast your mind back that the church you came from was like this. It's even, this is even bigger than the church you came from. So, when you just divide your members here and there, three, four, so you, 16 services on a Sunday morning, that's what the Lord has done. That's what Jacob did. His animals were one. He just divided them into two. So one is here. In case he attacks, read it. In case, in case Esau attacks this band, then this one can run away. That's why he separated them. That is rather what he's using as the testimony of his life, as what God has done. That, I mean, I crossed with one staff, and now I have become two bands. I feel the presence of God here. Mega church, you can sit down. Pastor Michael, sit down with your members. And say hello to your wife for me. Does she bring greetings before you preach? She brings greetings. Beautiful. What a church. I'm saying, even what is... Meanwhile, as he's creating some... Testimony we don't even understand. Meanwhile, the man has real problems. That one with pictures. He has recorded all the things on his iPhone. He doesn't rather talk about the ones he has got pictures to show. Rather, he's cooking up something as a testimony because he believes that God is blessing him indeed. The man who acknowledges God majors on his blessings. And I'm, I'm saying, you've not read from Genesis 27, 28, 29, 30. I mean, read it. You see one man, one man, problems. Issues. He gets a little bit of uh, some few animals. He's been accused that he has stolen somebody's animals. I mean, plenty. This is the man who is describing his life. That's a, since you and I parted and we have met again today, this is how, this is what God has done. I crossed, I ran away with one stick with your birthright. Now I'm coming back, I've become two bands. Number two, let's end it. The man who acknowledges God, number two, trusts God's word. 
for his future. He trusts his expectations of the future are based on the promises of God. He respects the word of God. He trusts the word of God for his future, for his tomorrow. His projections are not based on his marketability or employability or his uh, uh, certificate or his degrees. His expectations of tomorrow are based only on God's word. This is the man I'm talking about. I mean, a man who has wrestled with an angel till the angel was begging him to leave him. And he said, I will not leave you. Don't you think that man can organize Israeli wrestling federation? Don't you think this man knows a bit about wrestling to start a franchise? Jewish Wrestlers Association. But no. No, 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 no. Rather, he said, look at verse 10. Verse 11. Deliver me from the hand of my brother. Trust in God for deliverance. For I fear him. Lest he will come and smite me. And the mother with the children. The first two words. Deliver me. This is a great man. He's rich already. As he's standing here, he's rich. Everyone, no matter how great you are, there is something you are afraid of or there's a little problem sticking somewhere in your life that you want to be dealt with. No matter whether you are Bill Gates, there is a pain somewhere. A man who has become two bands, he said, deliver me. He trusts God that God will solve his problem. But I am telling you that Jacob, as he is about to go and fight with an angel, he had the strength to beat Esau. But he still trusted God. He had all the money to buy seven cars. But he still trusted God for his finances. She had all the beauty and vital statistics to attract any man. But she still trusted God for a beloved. Even when a man had proposed to her that I'm going to marry you, she still did not trust the man's word, but rather trusted the, the word of God. Verse 12. Look at it and let's close the service. He said, you said. You said. This is the man who acknowledges God. You said. The word of God is on his mind. You said. Or, or you don't understand the Tao. Give us modern English. Some people don't understand what, what, what Tao means. Yeah. You promise me. NASB. You said. Message Bible. You yourself said. How much of God's word is controlling your life today to take you to tomorrow? Rather, are you not a crook? Rather, are you not sleeping with a girl you must not sleep with? 
rather are you not rather coming from a man who is not married to you that's the room you came from to the church service today as you are sitting here where you slept last night should you have slept there where are your panties hanging But there is a man, the man who acknowledges God, his life is based on you said. You yourself said the word of God in the morning, the word of God in the afternoon, the word of God in the evening. Unlike you, that you don't have God's word anywhere, anywhere in your life. You will reduce till you have become an ant. This is a man. He will later be called Israel. One of the most mysterious nations in the world. If I start to talk about them, I will need three services. Israel. You don't know the nation Israel. You said. His projections... Are based on God's word. Tonight, you see, this car park will be full of people who, who, who see God as an idiot, who see God as a fool. In fact, a lot of them think that God's intelligence is like their little intelligence. A lot of them haven't even passed Wasi. Who will come here tonight? Even to pass, pass Wasi. Over half of the people who will be here tonight, oh Wasi. They all call maths or French or English, especially English. But they think that they are smarter than God. They will come here. You see that? They will be here plenty tonight. But next week, Sunday, we will still be serving in the church. And that is why they will be down. Down. Demon infested. Why they sleep will be dirty. They will sleep with rats. Never come out into an open space. Uh, wherever they are, will be moist and muddy. That's how they are. You go and see where. Sleeping in kiosks and cars. Because they have not factored in God. And his word. God. He said, use yourself said. I will treat you well. I'll make your descendants like the sands of the sea. Far too many to count. That is my projection for the future. If I'm planning my life for the future, it is based on what you said. Is it not different from you? As you are planning your marriage to a man that God's word does not allow you to marry. Or you don't understand English language. Are you not planning? Are you not going to town? Don't you go to town with him to buy clothes? Have you not had discussions about engagement? Is he born again? Are your arrangements based on the word of God? But he said, tomorrow, now I'm two bands, but that's not how I'm going to MC. The man who acknowledges God. The Bible says that he shines brighter and brighter. So the, 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 the path of the righteous is like the, is like, the, is like, the, like the shining light. That shines more and more onto the perfect day. Yeah. Today, if he's a millionaire, tomorrow he'll, he'll be a billionaire. Today, if she is happy, tomorrow she'll be happier, happier. That today, if I'm too bands. My projection is that tomorrow I will be uncountable. Not based on my exams. Not based on what I learned in school. Not based on the projections of a political party. But based on your way. What you said is what I'm believing for my life tomorrow. That's a man who has God on his mind. And I pray that this will guide us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Rise your feet.
Please close your eyes and just thank God. Lift your hands and just mention your problems to him. Tell him what he has not done. Remember today is 31st. Remind him that you don't have a beloved. Remind him that you are still patching. Tell him, lift your hands and just remind him that your child is sick. Remind him that last week alone you spent 2,000 on hospital bills. Lift your hands and just tell him. As you stand here, you have been a shepherd for two years. You don't have a job. Remind him. Oh, thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory. Thank you. Oh, Oh, yes. Lord, you promised me a motorbike. I'm still walking. Lord, have mercy. You've done nothing for me. But rather, I need three people who say, Lord, you've been good to me. Oh, yes, you've been good. Lord. I give you thanks. Thank you for your goodness. I was on admission two weeks ago. Oh, thank you. But I thank Lord. you for my health. I've been very sick oh, yes. thank the past month. But I thank you that I can let you speak. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A grown up like me, I don't have money because I don't have a job. Yes. But I thank you for life. Thank you. I thank you. I thank you for what you've done for me. Oh, I thank you. I cannot even notice what you've not done. Shabrandisi abalide bagoza. Peria, 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 peria. Bazunima andagraga zabendoleba. Seprebe madosibi. Meduasipa. Shipirima santa labada. Oh yes, I thank you for my car. I push it every day. But it's a great blessing. Oh, I love this car. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I love it. It overheats, but oh, it's a yes, blessing. Oh, it is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. My, my God. God. I thank you for my wife. Oh, I for my children. Thank you for my uncle oh, Peter House. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank my you. sister who my died. I thank you. I thank you. Perumasa, 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 you came to church today, you came with your friend, or you came yourself. But you're not born again. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Pastor, please pray for me. As every head is bowed, and every eye is closed, I want to pray for you to give your life to Jesus Christ. If you are here like that, you can lift your hand. I want to pray for you now. You want to be born again. This is the last day. Close your eyes, everybody. 31st December. You are taking a decision to give your life to Christ. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. High. I see your hand. Lift it high. You want to be born again. I see your hand. If your hand is up, please come to me in front here. I want to pray for you now. Come. Come. Come to me here. Yes. It's your day. You will never be the same. You will never be the same. You will never be the same. Please lift up your two hands if you can. You can put your Bible down. Yes. 
and say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I cry to you today. I run to you today. I, dis- I have discovered that I am dirty. I am a sinner. My sins have made me dirty. I am filthy. But you still love me. Today, I'm sorry. For all you've done for me. And the gratitude I have not shown you. I come to the cross for mercy. For mercy. Please wash me. Please cleanse me. Please make me pure. I want to be your child. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I will walk with you. I've turned my back to the world. I will walk with you. I will fear you. I will serve you. The church will be my house. I've turned around. No more a sinner. Thank you for my salvation. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.